Hey, it's time for episode 507 of the Clockwise Podcast from Relay FM, recorded Wednesday, June 14th, 2023. Clockwise, four people, four tech topics, 30 minutes. Welcome back to Clockwise, the tech podcast where we have a vision of the future. My name is Dan Morin, and I am joined across the internet by my good friend, my pal, my dungeon buddy, because we play Dungeons & Dragons together on the internet, and somebody who I, I miss dearly since I was sitting across from him just a little bit over a week ago. It's Micah Sargent. Hi, Micah. How are you doing? Whoa, I am doing well. Um, you and I have an interesting vision of the future, don't we? It's mm-hmm. uh, sort of imaginary. It's all in our heads. It's, it's exactly 30 <laughs> minutes, too. We only can see 30 <laughs> minutes into the future. If, oh, but it's it's a power nonetheless. <laughs> well, joining us on our half-hour uh, cavort, I don't know why that is the word that came to mind, <laughs> into the future is uh, a fantastic photographer and author and gentleman about town it is the one and only jeff carlson welcome back to the show jeff thank you i'll take cavort good good word thank that you. doesn't get used very much you're right i know i'd like to bring a little bring a little like diversity to our vocabulary yeah. Also cavorting with us is a podcaster, a fantastic organizer, and the <laughs> world's favorite business unicorn. It's Kathy Campbell. Hi, Kathy. Hi, Micah. Cavort, 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 cavort. That's a really fun word to say. <laughs> cavorting all over the place today. And we can't be stopped. Well, uh, let us start then with a topic for me. Betas, 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 betas. My question is, are you installing the betas of the latest Apple software? Are there features that are tempting you to do so? And if you're holding off for now, is there a point at which you break down and join us on the cutting edge? Or are you strictly a wait for release kind of person? Jeff, let's start with you. I am a mostly wait, but I have lots of temptation to do it. The problem is I have... No, like iPad or iPhone uh, test devices. And so the sensible part of me is like, don't put it on there. Don't put it on there. Don't put it on your main devices. I do have a Mac mini that is now running Sonoma on a separate volume. So that's that's happening there. Um, but what I'm really interested in is putting it on my watch. But um, – Actually, this is a question that I I need to have answered because it looks as if with this round, you can put the beta onto the watch without having it on the phone. Mm. But I don't know if that's true and it's too early. So I usually wait till maybe the the, the third or fourth release as we get closer when things are a bit more stable to put it on my devices where I'm not going to disrupt everything by doing it. Um, I did not do it the day of, which is something that I've done in the past, uh, because I was there in person and I don't know where anything is ever. So I knew that I needed to have my GPS working, uh, perfectly, my maps working perfectly to get me back home, uh, after the event. So no day of installation, just in case my phone was going to crash or something terrible was going to happen. But since that point, I have installed betas of iOS, of iPadOS on, uh, my iPad mini and then of watch OS 
on I, I went ahead and I've only got the one watch, but I went ahead and did it. And then um, Mac OS uh, Sonoma, I installed on the MacBook Air that I use secondarily. So my main podcasting device maintains uh, Ventura, but I did move into the betas elsewhere. So nothing particularly called me to do it other than it's just uh, I need to see what's going on, how it's working and prepare for when the public betas come out so that I can talk about these features a little bit more in depth. Um, So that's where I am right now. Kathy, what about you? I am lucky that in the fact that the only time I really talk about tech is on Clockwise. And since it's (laughs) (laughs) such a last minute thing, usually I get to, I don't, have to do it for my work. So I do it when it's fun. Uh, And that's usually first public beta is when I will install the betas. You know, I got to get those stickers back heading in that, you know, that was the exciting. I I don't know. I, I made notes because I was like, oh, let me talk about things on iOS 17 and stuff. And I was like, yeah, it's fine. Although I will say sharing air tags with family will be very exciting because it's very annoying to try and help my kid find the cat when I'm in a different state. (laughs) That's very interesting. Um, So yeah, I public betas, here we come. Yeah, I've, I've taken the plunge on both my iPad, um, which is now an iPad OS 17 and on my MacBook Air, which is the less critical of my two uh, Macs. So that's running the Sonoma beta. I found them both pretty stable at this point. But obviously, with betas, there's always the risk that a subsequent beta could screw something up. Or of course, not all software runs on betas. Um, I'm just super tempted by the watchOS 10 beta. I'm very excited for that. But I think I may wait for the public beta for that and for iOS 17. Uh, there's a lot of stuff. I think one of the tricky things, you know, Kathy, you, you point out the AirTag sharing, which is definitely an interesting uh, feature. But I, I feel like like with so many other features coming down the pike this year, they require other people to be updated. Yeah. 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 So like I, <laughs> the password sharing thing I am here for. I'm very excited to use that. Um, so I can share passwords with my parents or my wife or people that I run social media accounts with and stuff like that. And um, that will require everybody else to be updated as well. So it's going to be a little while. Um, the thing I'm most excited for on iOS 17 that I is, is sort of tempting me to the dark side is the new autocorrect features because <laughs> I've got them on the iPad and the MacBook, but they I don't need them as much on those devices. The iPhone is the one where I constantly feel like I'm mistyping stuff um, because of the tiny keyboard and so I really, really want that, but I'm. I will. I keep telling myself I'm going to hold off. We'll talk next You're week when I when off. I've inevitably <laughs> upgraded all my devices. Woohoo! Um, thanks for all your thoughts on that. Let's go to our second topic, which comes from Jeff. So here you go. Tim Cook comes to you and says, "Gosh, we made too much of every product last quarter, and because we learned our lesson not to dump the excess into a landfill, we're giving away one product to every person for free, starting with you." What do you choose and why? 
Um, that would be the M2 MacBook Air. The this is since it's the product from last quarter. Then the, I'm talking about the 13 inch MacBook Air. Um, and the reason why is because I would love to have. It's kind of like when you find a pair of shoes that you absolutely adore, and so you buy more than one of that pair of shoes, so that when that pair dies, you can switch into the other. Um, that's how I feel <laughs> about this M2 MacBook. Air. Air. This 13-inch MacBook Air is the best laptop I've ever owned. It's lightweight. It is incredibly fast. It's pretty. Uh, even though it attracts fingerprints like nobody's business, I think it's a wonderful machine. And so I would want to have a backup of it for sure. Uh, and as far as the, you know, the rest of it, I'm like, I'm good to go there. I don't, I don't really need it. And if everybody's getting one, then I don't have to, because the, my answer originally was going to be an M2 MacBook Air so I could give it to someone um, <laughs> yeah, because I think that they're so great, but everybody's getting one. So yay, I get to have one as a backup. Uh, Kathy, what about you? Uh, so I have an iMac Pro, at, which means it's not any of the M anythings. Um, I don't. I I would probably get the Studio, um, because it's a great, powerful yes. little machine. Um, and uh, replace my desktop. That is my answer. Mm, mm, good choices. I you know I like Micah's initial thought of getting the the M2 Air for somebody else because I had that same thought. Was like, oh man, if I'm being real generous, I'll just get my wife a new phone because she's going to need a new one. But that's not what this is about. We're not here to talk generosity. <laughs> We're here to talk straight up. This is pure selfishness. <laughs> and I assume that we aren't counting the fact that whatever like little small run of Apple Vision Pros they made last quarter for you know, that. Yeah. I'll take that out because that would be the obvious choice. Uh, so I'm going to say. Um, it's second gen AirPods Pro because I have first gen set and I love them. They're really great. But I feel like Micah with the older version or like with a mm-hmm. wanting something like a backup for me, it's the uh, the stuff that's coming there with the updates uh, this fall, including the adaptive audio feature, uh, as well as some of the new like touch controls that are on there. I am tempted and I, I can't really justify it because my current AirPods Pro first generation work just fine. They're fine. They just don't have all the nicest bells and whistles. And that makes me a little sad. Um, so <laughs> that would be like, oh, well, I mean, if you got a pair going, like if you're if they're going spare, I'll, I'll take them off your hands. Not a problem. So <laughs> thanks, Tim. Uh, and good morning to you. <laughs> Jeff, why don't you wrap this up? <laughs> well, actually, I also like the idea of all those new features because to my surprise, once you have good noise canceling, mm. wow, it's it's just hard oh, to go yeah. back yep. to anything. Uh, for me, though, I think I would go for like the fancy schmancy Mac Studio display. Mm. And part of that is just because I have a very old Apple cinema something. I can't even remember what it is. <laughs> Apple LED display, I think. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. You know, yeah, which is still perfectly fine. But the big new fancy display, I think, would just be great for all the things that I do. Uh, well, we have two topics down, two topics to go, which, of course, means that it is time for halftime. And to tell you about this week's sponsor, it's me. This episode of Clockwise is brought to you by ZocDoc. (laughs) 
Uh, look, you're trying to find a cause for your symptoms and you stumble down like a TikTok rabbit hole and now you're even more worried than before. <laughs> there are better ways to get the answers you want and the care you deserve from trusted professionals and not from random people on the internet. ZocDoc helps you find expert doctors and medical professionals that specialize in the care you need and deliver the type of experience you want. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, who take your insurance, and who are available when you need them. Plus, they treat almost every condition under the sun. Uh, I'm not personally a ZocDoc user. I haven't had an opportunity to do so, but my uh, good pal Lex Friedman, who I co-host the show The Rebound with, and who's been a frequent guest here, is a just effusive uh, user of ZocDoc. Uh, he's found it incredibly helpful to book uh, doctor's appointments quickly and easily. And he has like a way busier schedule than I do. I can go to the doctor whenever. I got a super flexible schedule. He's got like booked calendar events back to back and all of that. Uh, and from my opinion, it sounds like ZocDoc is just the kind of thing that you need when you need like, I've got to thread this needle. I've got like 15 minutes here and I can go to the doctor then and I need this problem taken care of right now. Uh, so that sounds Pretty much perfect to me. So uh, no more Dr. Roulette or scouring the internet for questionable reviews. With ZocDoc, you have a trusted guide to connect you to your favorite doctor that you just haven't met yet. Millions of people use ZocDoc's free app to find and book a doctor in their neighborhood who's patient-reviewed, fits their needs, and schedule just right. Go to ZocDoc.com slash clockwise and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find a book, a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's ZocDoc.com slash clockwise, ZocDoc.com slash clockwise. Our thanks to ZocDoc for their support of the show and all of Relay FM. And with that, halftime has concluded and Micah Sargent takes the stage. Hello. Um, so <clears throat> Reddit is in a, a bout of turmoil uh, as the company has made the decision to soon raise its API prices uh, to a level that some are saying would completely put them out of business and some are saying will completely put them out of business to the point that they've said they're going uh, away whenever a, whenever Reddit makes this decision. So with that has come a uh, darkening of many a Reddit, uh, a subreddit, where essentially the Reddits have gone private, meaning that you aren't able to access any of the content on those Reddit pages. Um, I was doing some research earlier this week, and I would say five to 10 times, uh, I ran into an issue where my research led me to Reddit pages that were unavailable to me because of the, um, because of what was going on. So my question for you is how often does your online research lead you to Reddit? And would you survive in a potential post Reddit world? And how, Kathy? So the last time I used Reddit was like two weeks ago when I was searching for something for Tears of the Kingdom and how to how to get out of a, a, a space. Uh, and before that, I think it had been like a year <laughs> or something. So I think I'll be fine. You're just you're just totally okay okay yeah um that's good i i don't i don't really i mean i have a reddit account but i don't like regularly subscribe to stuff or read it regularly but it does i like my guy come across it a lot in internet research stuff um 
it's definitely one of those things that's been frustrating over like the past week to like Google for things and be like, okay, I'm trying to find a solution for this. I was looking up like auto mounting a, a network share on my Mac. And like, of course, like, yeah, Reddit was one of the top hits. And I went there. And it's like, ah, oh, you can't read this. Uh, I was like, okay, now I have to like rejigger my search parameters to find another, another solution to this. Um, it's annoying. Um, it's not something that will totally break my research experience, um, but it is definitely something that slows me down a little bit from time to time. And it is frustrating when like, it seems like, oh, hey, I'm having this problem. And the only like hit I can find on Google is mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> something on Reddit. Part of me also wonders about whether or not the um, AI uh, sort of will, will put paid to the Reddit experience anyways, if it can come up with some of these answers without having to go through Reddit. Um, but yeah, overall, also just on an editorializing note, boy, they Reddit has handled this as like a playbook of like how not to handle this kind of problem. <laughs> so good on you, Reddit. Um, you dug this grave for yourself. Jeff, what about you? Well, and it's amusing to see them continue digging mm-hmm. too. Stop, guys. Um, Stop. <laughs> No, that's okay. Being tone deaf is a is a virtue now, I guess. I <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> boy, good thing this isn't being recorded. Um, <laughs> I actually echo a lot of what Dan said. Uh, I don't run into it very often. I find that when I am doing research and it does take me there, the quality of information is better. So that's definitely a bad thing. Um, and I think just because – I don't know. Like I, I always saw Reddit as just this big, noisy destination and I I think I also have an account there and I, I don't actually go there very often. But honestly, like just doing a regular Google search, that seems like a more noisy destination these days. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping maybe something will – come in and either supplant Reddit or you know become like an equal resource so that we don't have to deal with all of this. But who knows? The internet routes around things and, and sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, I um I'm that's basically how I use Reddit. I don't I'm not a Redditor. I don't spend time on Reddit. I just uh end up that some of the best information that I have found has been on Reddit. And so when those links do pop up in my research, I go to them and try to learn more. And the the fact that, you know, you can see somebody going, well, no, I tried that, but the step three of what you said didn't work. And then the person responds and says, oh, you're right. I needed to change this. And you just end up learning even more than what you would expect. And, um, even for things like recipes where someone, you know, oh, I've figured out the way to make the absolute best grilled cheese sandwich. And then someone comes along and is like, but did you try this? <laughs> and suddenly you've got all of this inspiration. Um, I think that's one of the cool things about Reddit. And uh, it's been kind of a bummer again over this past uh, week in particular, trying to find information uh, that doesn't exist elsewhere. And uh, I even tried to use in some some cases the internet archive and the pages did not load fully so i don't know if the internet archive is kind of participating in this in a way but it was very strange uh how i still wasn't able to get the information there despite the fact that the page should in theory have been fully cached so um yeah i'm i'm curious to see what exactly happens next reddit seems to think that this is you know something that's just gonna uh 
blow over, that it won't last very long, but uh, we'll see. We'll see how this goes. Um, Let us move to our final topic, which comes from Kathy. All right. Now that Dub Dub is over, what is something that you are disappointed that did not get announced? Mm, a lower price point for the Vision. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. Um, actually, the, uh, I was very excited when they started showing off this standby feature in iOS 17 where you turn your phone sideways and it has all these cool tiles on it. They can display ambient information. And I was like, surely this is leading up to a HomePod with a screen that Apple's mm. going to roll out and say like, yeah, you know, if you don't have a spare iPhone or you don't have a stand in your kitchen or you want something that's a little more standalone, uh, we'll have this device for you. And we've really, you know, pioneered this interface on iOS, but we're going to bring it to the HomePod. And I was very excited that possibility might happen for a brief uh, second and then it evaporated like so much dust in the wind. Dust doesn't evaporate. I should stop trying to come up with things <laughs> on the fly. It's very difficult. Uh, blew away like dust on the wind. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm still... I'm working my conspiracy theory that that's going to happen. It just didn't happen this time, and I was a little sad about it. What about you, Jeff? I hate to sound like a broken record, but um, I was actually hoping for a lower-priced screen display. Um, doesn't have to be like the you know super fancy studio display, uh, but something that would be more you know aimed for I don't know quote regular people, um, and. To add another thing, I was a little surprised that there's still not much mentioned about Apple TV. Like Apple TV, hey, it still exists. <laughs> and okay, you know, and, and you know, there's SharePlay stuff, but I don't know. It's just kind of baffling that they've got this product category that still seems to need and could benefit from so much Apple, I don't know, Apple magic, Apple work to make it a little better. And it, they just don't. It's there. We have it. You can buy it. The end. <laughs> um, I So Dan pretty much stole mine, which is fine. <laughs> uh, first and foremost, yeah, I would have liked to see some sort of screened home hub speaker device. But um, secondarily, I think I'll uh, go with what I heard from the masses, which is that folks seemed to want to hear that Apple had been lying to them for some time, or at least um, obscuring things from them for some time. And that surprise, there's an ultra wideband chip inside of the Apple (laughs) TV Siri remote. And so when you use the uh, Apple TV sort of find my feature, it's using that UWB chip inside of the remote. That is not the case. Let me be clear. Um, It is just using the wireless signal to kind of give you a warmer, warmer, cooler, cooler um, understanding of where the Siri remote might be in your space. But um, at the announcement of that, there was a lot of excitement and folks were going, wait, is is there a UWB chip inside of that? So yeah, I'm going to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick that one. Uh, Kathy, what about you? I definitely know what a UWB chip is for sure. I'm so glad that <laughs> you mentioned that. That, that was going to be Kathy. my, yeah, <laughs> well, sure. Uh, I was very disappointed that there was no announcement of the Keely and Rebecca Ted Lasso <laughs> new series coming out called, you know, BAB. I can't say it because I am not going to make uh, the editor bleep me <laughs> out because I am so kind to our editors. Uh, but yeah, that's that's what it 
prompted this question and made me very, very sad not to see. Where where, is, where was the Ted Lasso cast? They should have just all right? rolled right out there. Oh, yeah. Oh, well. uh, all right. That's four topics down. We have just enough time for Bo's topic. Before we get there, it is my turn to remind you that if you would like a fantastic new Clockwise t-shirt, we have them and they're on sale. Clockwise.social slash shirt will take you to our fantastic new page over at the Cotton Bureau where you can pick up a uh, one of any variety of colors, several different colors of clockwise shirts. Mike and I both got to wear ours recently, and they're very nice. I, I like them mm-hmm. a lot. So you should check those out, and uh, who knows? Maybe we'll have some other, some other fun merch coming down the pipe there. So keep your eyes peeled. All right, bonus topic time. I want to know what is your latest TV binge, or if you prefer a, a movie or a game or book that you've gotten into very recently. Jeff, we'll start with you. For me, it's The Diplomat on Netflix. Mm. Uh, it's just eight episodes. And unfortunately, my wife had to go out of town for a week. And so we had to stop watching because if if we had watched any without her, of course, that would be doom. Uh, <laughs> it's It just – it crackles. It, the dialogue's good. It's, you know, spies at intrigue and thoroughly enjoyed it. And I'm very disappointed that now I have to wait a long time for a second season. There's a show on Prime Video. It's technically part of Freevee. It's called Jury Duty. And the premise is that the documentary crew is filming a documentary about what it's like to have to go through the jury duty process. But what the main guy who is going through the jury duty process, who has agreed to be part of this documentary, doesn't know is that everybody else uh, in the jury duty, in the jury, the, in the court cases, everywhere else, they're all actors and everything is made up. And so it centers around this one guy seeing kind of how he responds to being part of this bizarre case that has all of these bizarre happenings going on. Um, and it is delightful. It's touching. It's hilarious. It is, um, I, it's, it's all sorts of good, uh, and fun and fascinating. And I don't, think they'll ever be able to make another one because now people will know about it. But I really wish that they could because I want to see this play out again because it's a little bit like going to the Renaissance Festival in that all of the (laughs) actors are always, you know, doing little bits with each other to make it seem like they're just real normal people who have conversations. And so you see all of this kind of play out. Everyone should go watch it. Jury duty on uh, Amazon Prime Video. Renaissance Fair themed jury duty. So oh, there, there's my pitch. Oh, it's a jury head. duty, but everybody's in Renaissance fair garb. Oh my gosh, and, I will. I will contact higher. my. I'll contact my contacts at Amazon for you. <laughs> please do. We'll please done. do. <laughs> you know they could just put it at the at the the, the Star Wars hotel that's closing. <laughs> there you go. Like, True. It's all set <laughs> yes. up for that. Yeah, it's done. already Perfect. ready. Uh, Kathy, what's your binge? <laughs> so I literally just finished Shit's Creek. Um, again, my third or fourth rewatch. I tend to have a lot of like television shows binging, like running in the background while I'm working. Um, I am now starting like uh, doing Dance Moms, which is great low impact um, television, uh, and then also rewatching Brooklyn Nine-Nine, but now I think I'm totally going to add jury duty yes, to you must. my list. I'm so excited. 
Excellent. Good choices all. I was under the weather recently and I ended up binging the first two and a half seasons of Trying, which is a sitcom on Apple TV Plus. Um, which is about uh, a couple that decides they're going to adopt a child. Uh, it's a British show. It's quite good. Uh, it, it, I think the first season has a little bit of unevenness to it, but it, it really hits its stride in the second season where it's just manages to perfectly balance that like every once in a while, slightly like, you know, that, that wry, almost dark British sense of humor along with a show that is surprisingly touching and sweet. So I, I recommend that one. It's got a possibly the best turn I've ever seen from Imelda Staunton, who most people know as Dolores Umbridge from Harry Potter, playing a Ooh. somewhat kooky social worker. She's a delight in that show. Uh, well, thank you all for that. I will add my watch list updated accordingly. Hey, if you'd like to get ad-free episodes with an extra overtime topic every week, you can become a member of Clockwise. Just go to relay.fm slash clockwise and you can sign up for just $5 per month or $50 a year and you'll help support the show. In this week's overtime topic, we talk about our tenure as the new CEO of Logitech. Well, with that, we have reached the end of this week's episode and all that remains is for us to thank our fantastic guest, Jeff Carlson. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for inviting me. And Kathy Campbell, thanks so much for joining us. You're so welcome, I guess. Thanks for having me. I don't know. I never know how to end these things. <laughs> You're welcome for having me. Uh, well, uh, we will be back next week. But until then, Michael, we remind everybody out there listening, watch what you say. And keep watching the clock. Bye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>